0: Hello and welcome to the Kilo Chasers Raw Cut Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Dahl. With me always is Matt Ware.
1: Hey, hey, how's it going?
0: All right, Matt. Just got done training. Here's a little whiskey. Yeah.
1: Cheers. Cheers. This is a broken top whiskey out of Sisters, Oregon. Woo. It's not bad. It's, it's a bourbon tasty. whiskey. Yeah. It's
0: tasty. Very tasty.
1: I've grown a liking to it, I will say. Bourbons are always better. Yeah, I know. I just got to say. I know.
0: So the last couple of days have been rough for me, not really rough, rough, but reflective rough. Um, if you followed the Instagram post at all, I made a little cl- short clip of a podcast that I listened to and it really hit home with how as, as men, as parents, not necessarily men, as women too, they deal with the same same stuff. Um, but being away from our kids, trying to provide them the life that we feel is best that we can provide them. Yeah. And just inherently missing out on life. Um, and, you know, it. I was telling Sarah, it's like, I figured I was sitting in my truck and I almost started crying. It's it, watching, listening to a, a comedian who's, you know his whole job is to spread joy and 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 make people laugh and and be lighthearted. and while he's on the road he has to live with the fact that his daughter is growing up without him and uh how he just talked about his realization of that and it made me think back to when i was working in montana had been there for a month and delaney was you know two three years old and you know after the second or third week of saying goodnight and bye and yeah. kissing the iPad on FaceTime, you know, like it really just drives home the fact that you have to take every chance that you get with your kids, you yeah. know? Um,
1: you, you bring up a good point And, you know, something that pops in my head every time somebody asks me, like, hey, how are the kids doing? First thing I go to is kids are doing great. I wish they'd stop growing mm-hmm. because life goes by so quickly, right? So quickly. And it's like, how do we, as you know, aspiring entrepreneurs, lifters, career? Yeah. How how do we balance all of that on the same platform? Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> no, it's 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 almost impossible. And, and you know, there's. I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, fuck it, I'm gonna soon say it. There's a reason why males have a higher suicide rate. I mean, you're right. You know, we talk about mental health and and it's all over the news. It's all over, you know, social media on how important it is. But this is new. Like the mental health of the middle aged man. Yeah. You know, from 30, 25 to 40, 45. Mm -hmm. Nobody's given a shit. Well, for for years, you know, and yeah, it, it's great. I'm 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 not saying. I'm just saying it's no. it's great. It's nice to have that in in the forefront now that people care yeah. about everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. but like there's still there's still a need for the, like you can't have you can't have both. You can't have money and time. If you want the money, then you don't have my time. Yeah. If you want my time, then we don't have the money. Yeah, and it's finding that balance. And trying to get as much out of your time, you know. Side note, or I guess explanation. I came up with this thing a, a couple of years ago. I was working with a, an apprentice at uh, at the, on an airport job, and she asked me. She was like, "What's?" It was my last day, and she was like, "So what's?" We've only worked together for a couple weeks. What's your What's your one, like, snippet? What's your What's your golden your little token of information to leave me. Right. And I just was like, well, money is the moneta- monetization of time and time is the moneta- monetization of your life. Right. And she looked at me and she was like, that is fucking profound. And I was it like, really that's, the, that's the most profound thing <laughs> you're going to get out of a welder at two o'clock on a Friday.
1: Totally. <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> but, totally get you that.
0: But it, it totally <laughs> makes sense that like, we have to figure out how... To gain the most um, worth and the most like the highest dollar amount for our minute yeah. like let fuck the hour right like figure out how you can make ten dollars a minute, fifty dollars a minute, yeah, you know right right now it's like ten dollars a minute's a lot of money, yep, but if you break it down to oh shit, I gotta you know if you think about the amount of time that you spend with your kids and as opposed to the amount of time you spend at work, it's like, you know, you want to be able to give the same amount of time to your kids and the same amount of energy to your kids and your wife and your friends as you do to a job that is only it's, it's providing for you that lifestyle and that Mm -hmm. ability to spend that time. But you got to like find that balance. It's just so difficult.
1: It really is. And you know, I want to I want to kind of take it back and I'm going to venture to say that we might be one of the last generations where we were taught as men that we don't have feelings and that we are to work and provide like those were our like I know me growing up that was what I learned mm-hmm. Work provide, you don't, you don't worry about your feelings. And I know that my grandpa and my dad were just both, they were both like they were, they had feelings, but you didn't get it out of them very often. Yeah. I don't know if your parents were like that too, but like that was one thing that as I was growing up, I'm like, I don't like that. I want to tell you my feelings. Mm -hmm. I want to express them and it's hard. Um, I made a shift. uh, I don't know, probably about five years ago. I used to prioritize things in lists. Mm -hmm. I made that shift instead of prioritizing it in a list. I prioritize it on a straight line because I don't want something to feel more important than the other. I want to hit all of them
0: yeah.
1: and it's ambitious, but then all you take and you put everything on that line and then you consolidate it to what's important.
0: Yeah.
1: And the three things that came important, family first, career, and then now weightlifting,
0: Yeah. right? You.
1: Me. Yeah. That, the you. Weight li- Weightlifting is me. Yeah. And weightlifting is you, right? Yep. That's what we do for ourselves. So it's like now I have three things to balance. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, the older I get and the, the more I learn in life, the more I'm understanding and I'm taking that career. It's still in there and it's still a part of my life big time, but it's not as important.
0: So the benefit of the way we were Right. Yeah. Ten years ago. Yeah. Five years ago. Yeah. Was we put that career first mm-hmm. at, at at the expense of the others? Absolutely. But by doing that, we've allowed ourselves. We put ourselves in a position to. And this is this is you and me specific. I know right. it's it's true for a lot of other people that I think so. may be listening, but for a lot of people, it's not because right. they decided to not put that energy in and try to and try to diversify their time. Right. And now they're stuck unless unless they were just f- fucking awesome <laughs> and way better than I am. Yeah. Like they're stuck in a spot where they're making you know just above the national average. Right. And they live in an area that is not the national average, like PDX mm-hmm. or Seattle or or California. You know, like you make sixty grand in California, you're on the street.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, sixty grand up here, at least you can, you can get a two bedroom apartment, maybe. Maybe if yeah. you own your own, if you own your car, and you have a shitty cell phone, yeah. and you don't have cable TV, right? <laughs> you,
1: you know, yeah, yeah you got to give like, up some things, but you're gonna yeah, be able to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: but like if you if you didn't focus on Say okay, I'm going to devote five years to master my craft mm-hmm. in my career, mm-hmm. and then it'll pay dividends later, and I can live my life. Right, you know. Just now, recently, like there's times where I'm on a job site where, like, yeah, it, the it's the job, and we're working sixty hours a week. Yeah, but I definitely in that time. I, at the beginning of the job, I tell my supervisor, I'm like, Hey, so every three weeks I'm three day weekend and my phone's off Yeah, and don't even try to talk me into work in the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, and, or more, uh, or more often and they hate it, but I have to, uh, I have to manage my time appropriately the rest right. of the time I'm there. Yeah. So like I, my crew kicks ass. And they're set up to where if I leave for two days or three days, there's enough. We've had enough progress, and they're set up enough, and, like, everything's in line that they can just move forward, and, it, like, I'm not there. Right.
1: You said yeah. one thing that was really, really crucial to all that. Manage my time. <laughs> it's like it, that concept. There's a, there's a saying I have that is uh, – you know, something may be simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy, right? Mm-hmm. It is simple in process, but it could be the hardest goddamn thing in the world, yeah. right? And I think managing your time is something that a lot of people struggle with. I struggle with it, mm-hmm. and I'm constantly shaming myself for like, oh, okay, did I get enough time with the family? Did I did I get enough time at work? Did I did I put my training in? You know, I'm constantly evaluating myself, and as a as a man and a father and a person, uh, just a person, yeah. like. That, I want to minimize that shame. Yeah. And it's tough, right? Yeah. It's yeah. tough. But it's it's conversations like this that, that open up on how, and you learn from them, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I think the biggest thing for me, and I struggle with it every day, every week, and it's a reminder, and I look at it every day as my schedule. And the weeks where Monday morning or Sunday night, where I sit down, and throughout the week, I write down my work stuff, you know, and like, Okay, I'm going to be on this job site. This is what's going on there. I'm going to be, you know, I got to talk to I got to talk to Dan Mason. You and I are getting together to podcast. I'm training yeah. my house this day, Matt's house this day, my house this day, my house, right. And like I block that time out. And then around that is, okay, so I'm home by 2:50 to get Delaney off the bus. and then from 2:50 to four 4.00 o'clock or 4:30 is my time to make sure the house is right and make sure my time with her and like help her with homework right. hang out with her right. watch show with her even if it's just like the the quality time of just hanging out mm-hmm. I mean we could just be sitting watching this uh, one of the shows that she wants to watch right you know just that time yeah you know or or we go out out back she swings or if we go in, in the you know out in the front and play catch like yeah. 20 minutes of 20 minutes is enough. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem like it's enough, but 20 minutes in the grand scheme of things, 20, 30 minutes of just hanging out and joking around is is huge.
1: Well, think but, about what that 20 minutes means to them.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's
1: huge. Yeah. Like, they're like, this is awesome, right? Yeah,
0: Yeah, but when I fail to make that schedule mm-hmm. and like really communicate to Sarah that okay this is this is my schedule for the week you know I know you get to, you get home at this time so I'm trying to knock all this stuff out by the time you get home so we right. can have dinner
1: yeah.
0: and just hang out yeah and there's not much left other than other than that and sometimes I got editing to do and stuff like that and make sure that you know I don't flake and forget to do something and don't upload the show when it's supposed to get uploaded like I did this week <laughs> but um, but you know what I mean like that was all that all came back to the fact that I was lazy, and I didn't schedule out my week. Yeah. And then, and on top of that, I hear from Delaney, "I'm bo- I, I'm bo- I'm lonely. I miss you. Where are you at? Like, what are you doing?" And it's yeah. because I'm trying to make up for the shit that I put off. Yeah. And it just it freaking crushes me. And then I will listen to that podcast. I'm just like sitting in my truck. My like, God, well and soccer season's coming up, and then like that's one of my the things I love to do is coach whether it's it doesn't matter what it is as long as i'm coaching them and i'm involved with her and she loves it too but like soccer's coming up summer's coming up it's like okay i gotta get all my ducks in a row so i can freaking do this and make sure like this year i can actually maintain and train like i want to train get the podcast keep the podcast going you know get get the apparel going get like all the things that go along with everything that's going on right now yeah and then add an hour and a half of soccer practice two or three days a <laughs> week. And, it seems know? daunting, right? It does seem yeah. daunting, yeah. but, no. it, you know, I mean, shit, we can do it. Yeah, there's, I mean,
1: there's there's no reason, right? There's
0: no reason not to other than, you know, you pick up your phone and you swipe for an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, you limit that, and, hey, you got another <laughs> hour and a half to your day. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah,
1: no, you know, I, I think that uh, you really you touch on things that are um, really important, but also understanding that, Um giving ourselves grace because we are human and failure is part of our life. Mm -hmm. Right? Failure is going to happen, but I don't know if you're I I would assume that you're a lot like me where you learn from your failure. You know, not (laughs) not a lot of people would sit in their car and reflect on what you saw on that. So taking that time to be like, Oh, okay, thing, red flag, this is this is what's happening. Now I can pivot. We all like that word pivot, pivot now yeah. that from COVID, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but now I can pivot and I can say, okay, I'm going to um, put, you know, my kids first here. I'm going to get the ducks in a row and summer's going to go. Yeah. And I think there's something inherently that happens in our brains and in the universe and everybody that we surround ourselves with that put that in our lives.
0: I think it's, part of it is fight or flight. Yeah. Like, yeah, shit's going to happen one way or another it is and either you can you can go on the ride yeah or you can drive
1: yeah it's like it's like uh, riding a bull right like <laughs> it's gonna happen you're in that stall that gate's gonna open you're either gonna ride or fall off
0: yeah <laughs> either way it's a hell of a time it's, either
1: way. Can, it's gonna happen <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah oh man going back to what you said about how you were raised um and how we were like our generation i mean i'm i'm you're at the tail end of the gen xers i'm i'm at the, like the first year of the millennials, right? Right, right. Um, The zennial, whatever. Is, <laughs> what, uh, yeah, I get so confused
1: with all that. Yeah,
0: yeah. anyhow. Um, I was the baby of the family. I had two older brothers. And there's this... I mean, you can look at our personalities mm-hmm. and how we deal with shit and how we manage our households and how we manage our lives and our relationships with our kids and just who we are as individuals. Right. And you can tell... That, my oldest brother, surprisingly, um, born in seventy eight, he's like the combination of Toby and I. Yeah. And Toby, that's, that's interesting. Is he is he's a middle child, right? Yeah. He's the like very focused, very straight, like just like like he is a he's a project manager. Yeah. And you can tell. Right. Like, I don't know how the hell he manages all the shit that he does, but he does it. Yeah. Right. And Steve is the opposite of me in certain ways, but he also has all that shit that Toby has and all that, Like he's way sensitive to like, he's a kid. He is the biggest, like the biggest kid you have right. ever met. Like he has toys and toys and RC cars, but they're not cheap. It's like that, that <laughs> meme that, or that, that reel that keeps going around or it's like, Oh man, these are awesome. Yeah. I wish we had these when we were kids, but we're 40. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Like, but that's my, that's my oldest brother. And he's like, he, he, includes his kids in it. And it's, it's, it's awesome. But like, I grew up where I watched my dad, you know, work 60 hours, yeah. 70 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And he still found time to coach yeah. and didn't like his personal time was our summer. Like we have a boat and we were at the lake every weekend. That was our personal time. The rest of the year, he worked his ass off, and summertime was we were either at the lake or at the arena with our horses. Like th- th- those were the two things that yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah. And like, but and yeah, no, I I never saw my dad's feelings ever. Yeah, and uh, well. <laughs> Saw so one. Yeah. Usually wasn't happy. It, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, right. know? you know, it was a wait until your dad gets home and then fear. Yeah. Like yeah. But um, <laughs> but I had my mom on the other hand who was very in tune with like you guys like have your feelings. Have like grow. Like she was very like in touch with us as as, as kids and, yeah. and as youth. And um, you can like I said, you can tell the difference as parenting changed throughout the years and how the interaction between my my parents and us boys changed. Um, It's just, it's, it's really interesting. And I really hope that I'm able to, or I've been able to take that to the next level with my kids and let them have their emotions and let them Mm -hmm. learn and let them grow and like, know that it's okay to cry. It's okay to have those feelings. It's okay to like, you know, have a life and, and have something that, affects you but at the same time you got to toughen up a little bit yeah have some thicker have some thicker skin yeah. But it's okay to have that emotion just learn how to deal with it
1: it is and so growing up i seen i had the opposite experience as you did because growing up um, until i was like nine years old um, we were very much the white picket fence you know family of four i was a middle child and then, um, all oh, hell broke loose and my parents divorced. My mom went from a stay at home to traveling around to rodeos, you know, chasing cowboys. Buckle and, money. Yeah, exactly. And my dad, sorry, mom. Yeah, right. Exactly. And my dad, he, he buckled down and started working like three jobs, Shit. right? But there was one thing that stood out as, as a kid is it didn't matter where we were at. If we were in Wyoming, if we were in, you know, Southern California, and it was my dad's weekend, he was getting his ass down there, and we were spending time in a hotel room, right? But I learned from that, right? So I was like, okay, so this is what a father does. You don't, it doesn't, doesn't matter what your life is. You make time for your kids. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I, I took really, really seriously into heart. And I remember one of the last things he said to me um, when he was in his uh, in hospice and all that, yeah. he was laying in his bed and he was just like, "I just want you to know that you're like the best dad I've ever seen." And he said that to me, and all I mean, I mean, I've, I I had to like hold back all emotions. All I could say to him was, "I learned from the best," yeah. right? Yeah, because that's really what it was. Is I learned from him, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He may not have understood that, but like, yeah. w- we're products of who raises us. Yeah, and so as fathers now like they are products of us Mm -hmm. and they're going to see that they're going to see what we're doing and they're going to take it and times it by 10 growing up and that that's what i look forward to seeing right and it's just it's like it's that kind of stuff that really it's those moments in life that like flip your switch yeah okay i'm doing something right yeah you know it
0: is it's really cool to watch my dad watch us Mm -hmm. you know like you don't catch him doing it you don't catch him doing it very often. They won't let you. No. <laughs> yeah, but no, like totally. but you know my my dad helped my my brother coach uh football and basketball. I think he could help with basketball too a little bit, but um but you could see him there's some pictures of him standing back and just like just watching. That's cool. You know. That's it's, really it's cool. so cool to watch and, yeah. and I like I I can't wait to have that feeling too, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um but Oh man, we gotta uh, we gotta move past this. This gonna (laughs) be this could be like a a
1: complete like four hour conversation. Oh I know man. Well
0: and yeah, it's gonna get emotional. I'm not. uh, Yeah no. So anyhow, back to weightlifting. (laughs) Um, God. So we had powers on our program two days ago. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. uh, Yesterday. I can't believe it's Wednesday already. It's like Monday. (laughs) What? Okay. So. We had this discussion, what, a month and a half ago Mm -hmm. about how, what, a year or two ago, everybody, you know, the big thing was power or nah, or power or pow or what. And I had a realization in watching some strength and conditioning coach was like, they were hyping this kid up and he, you know, on a platform and his feet are on the rubber. Yeah. On a power clean. And they're just cheering him on like it's some big deal. And it's like, if you can't, if you can't hit full depth, if you miss your power, like if you, if you just is too heavy and you gotta sink it to make it, mm-hmm. like if you can't hit full depth without hurting yourself, it's not a power. Right. Like if your feet are that wide, mm-hmm. I think personally, this is my controversial, maybe not, I don't give a shit. <laughs> if your feet are outside your regular catch on a clean or a snatch for a power, doesn't count
1: it doesn't count it, you can't starfish and call it a power no
0: <laughs> unless no. you want to do cross Even, stick, I mean, right? this
1: goes sorry
0: <laughs> and yeah <laughs> or if you're on a you know a division three freaking football team. yeah game. exactly <laughs> exactly but uh no this goes in for for uh power jerks as well yeah you know like you don't see you don't see lou or or uh who's the other one i can't remember shit i can't remember his name his teammate um you don't see those guys that power jerk or or squat jerk, you know, they power clean and then they squat jerk and their feet don't move out right. past that, right? Right. Or if they they start in their warm-ups, they're powering until they have to drop down. So naturally, their feet are not going any wider than their regular catch position.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I think so, let's break down what a power is. Why okay. are we doing powers, right? We're so doing powers to to learn to meet the bar, to catch the bar where you catch it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And and to have the drive and, and, and to finish, have a full finish. Yes. And get under the bar faster. And get under fast, the bar
1: faster. As fast as you can. It's so your body can meet the bar. That's I think somebody told me that not too long ago. It was like a power is not about your depth, it's about where you meet the bar. Mm-hmm. That's where the power is. But it got somewhere, it got. Um, mixed up where it, people think it's, it's where you, it's where your depth is. Yeah. Like yesterday when I hit, I hit a 99 kilo, weird, weird number, 99 kilo hey, power. It's PR
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I was like, Oh, that, that's, that wasn't a power. And John looked it was like, yeah, no, that was, you were yeah. riding the line and it doesn't matter because yeah. you right where you locked the bar is where you stopped your ass. Mm-hmm. That's a power.
0: Yeah. So that yeah, we talked about this too. Is is if you can stop your your momentum? Yes. It's just exactly. it's just like doing a pause squat, right? Or or a, a halt, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or a half squat, or whatever you want to call it. Right. Like if you can stop yourself before hitting full depth and stand it up, like you're accomplishing the same thing. Right. Like you're building that stretch reflex, like muscle memory. Yes. Right. Yeah. So. Like, it's just, I just really think it's more, we should be, we're losing focus on the transferable, like, technique of the lift, or of the accessory Mm -hmm. lift, Mm -hmm. and focusing on where you catch where your ass is, and not where your feet are. Right. Because I've heard when I was doing power jerks, you know, somebody said, get your feet out a little wider, and like, no, I don't want to, I want to move my feet out wider to gain a, a, a what's that like a, 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 a physical advantage or a, a, a mechanical advantage mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. by having a wider stance so like I don't have to have the muscle because the my the the degree of bend in my knees is the same but I'm just getting lower because my feet's out yeah so no I want to get stronger Mm -hmm. so I want to keep my feet where they're at and I want to be able to go down a little catch a little bit lower in my power jerk right I don't want to do a squat jerk I mean that'd be awesome if I could but it's just (laughs) ain't gonna fucking happen it's not in the cards (laughs) so I don't know what's I mean what's your take on a power clean how you should approach it and how at what point do you like stop like when you're working up to a max effort like yep. where do you feel do you where do you feel you cut it off at a max effort not a pr just a max effort yeah. power clean yeah. like at what point when your when your form degrades do you do you stop
1: and move on well it, it's exactly what you said in the beginning it's where i start star fishing it's where my feet move outside of my normal position and with especially with a power clean actually with with the power snatch as well i'm trying to peak the bar at the same height Every single time Mm -hmm. and catch it at that point when it stops becoming weightless. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, the point in your finish where that bar is weightless, I want to catch it right there and stop. Yeah. Catch it and stop, catch Mm -hmm. and stop. And in my mind, and I'm visualizing that catch and stop. So like, um, you've heard this cue before low and fast. Mm -hmm. I I say it all the time. I want to keep that bar low and I want to get fast under the bar. Yeah. And that's when I think of powers, powers have been tremendous for my form because it's taught me speed. Yeah. And I know I'm talking about like where you catch the bar, but it has taught me how to get fast under that bar. Yeah. Because I don't want to go full depth. I don't want my ass to hit the ground.
0: Yeah. Well, and we've heard that the opposite argument of the power is like in your mind, it's you want to rip on that bar and peak it as high as you can so yeah. you can get under it. It's like, yeah. no. No. You The lift is this, the only thing that's changing is you're stopping as soon as you catch the bar.
1: Right. Meeting the bar when it stops becoming weightless.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, that's a really great philosophy and a great
1: mindset to have. It It's helped. Um, you know, technique is such a subjective thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What works for me may not work for you, may not work for them. Um, but if it works and you keep within your form, do no. it. Yeah. Do it's,
0: it. It's, it's the whole... It's, it's why coaches – let us see if I'm, say, I'm going to say this right. It's why coaches give cues and yes. don't like sit there and like, oh, your <clears throat> you, your back angle needs to be this. And like you see, you see a lot of online coaches and a lot of Instagram pages saying, well, you need to be at this degree and you need to be there and you need to be here. It's right. so like how about you just let the lifter lift and then say, well, okay, well, get your chin up. Yeah. keep your eyes up. Yeah. Right? Get your yep. butt down. You know, pull the bar pull the bar back. Get get that momentum back, push through the floor. You know, simple cues to just ignite a thought mm. in, in the lifter to make them change just a, just just tweak it. Yeah. And build from there instead of trying to sculpt this thing into what the coach thinks is perfect instead of just letting the lifter be the lifter i mean there's there's obvious large flaws that need to be addressed but for oh, yeah. the most part w- in training like day to day like you don't need to worry about that shit like just give cues and you know we do it for each other we do it like even damon will he'll catch something and he's only been lifting for a year you yeah. know he has he has a crossfit background yeah but you know he'll chime in be like hey man you're something's happening like he'll he'll point something out I'm like shit okay yeah I need to move I need to move this way differently he might he he might uh, not know the the words he used but he'll be like something's something's happening
1: well even the cue of let's go Matt like reminds me of something when you know um, historically speaking like I I think it's the very first day I started working out with you for some reason our cues really hit Mm -hmm. and I I think I've told John this a million times it's like Eric just knows how to cue me and I learned from you on how to cue, and now we're we're simultaneously queuing off each other. But it's one word: finish. Yeah. <laughs> <God> <laughs> just damn it! Fucking, I didn't just finish fucking, that. Just fucking finish. <laughs> yeah. Be, pa- be patient.
0: Patient up top. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's little things like that, and really, I mean, obviously, I, I very few people in the last well since his heart attack very few people have had a chance to drain train directly with john yeah and for any more than you know six months and i was very fortunate to be able to have him for you know a year and a half right, right. and it was five six days a week of he may not have been coaching me directly but i was he was always watching and always like okay we need to we need to do something about this yeah and so the way IQ and the way I look at things is a lot of the same way because I watched him coach Kyle directly. And so I was looking, I learned to look at Kyle's lifts the same way that John was, I was starting to see what John was seeing.
1: Well, John's the one that told me to lift with you. And he was like, listen, Eric has a better snatch than you. You're clean and jerks. About 10 kilos were where Eric wants to be. Mm-hmm. I want you to, (laughs) I want you two to live together because, and it really helps and it's helped from day one. And so having that eye to be able to see and pair two people together, and this isn't about me just like, you know, floating each other's boat, but it's like, if you're listening to this, like find a partner, find someone to work with because our training in the past three months has gone through the roof.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's, as far as people that. You know, that are on our program. So, I mean, I don't really pay attention to anybody that's not on our program because I <laughs> yeah. don't. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. I just don't have time. We just talked about that. Right. Allocate a certain amount of time for certain people. So, Jake Sennett and Jake Reitz, right? Combo. Kids, guys they're are power close power. to the same age. Yeah. And close to the same... They might not live fucking close to each other. No. But they're seeing how much each other's lifting.
1: Yeah.
0: So, like, they're constantly going off of each other and... You know they have the same coach, so they're they're getting the same kind of cues and the same kind of motivation. And there's this this like unsaid battle between them that yeah. they want to be better than each other. Yeah. And same thing with us. Like, you know, John hit me up on uh, yesterday. The first thing he said, Matt hit ninety nine. He's coming <laughs> at you. And I'm like. In the back of my mind, like, shit, I did a hundred after a three hour drive. I yeah. wanna hear this shit. Come on now. <laughs> right? And then and then I go to my garage and I hit eighty. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go take a nap.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, and, and it's funny because like you the, the remote thing is a real thing, right? Oh yeah. Like I'll do that to Theo. Oh, where I'll be like, Hey bro, I just hit one thirty five in the shankle. What you got? And it pisses him off. And he goes out there and hits two kilos more than me. Mm-hmm. And I love it. That's what it's all about, dude.
0: Wait, you hold know, on. Hold on.
1: Okay. Did you? I hit 130. He hit like, I think he hit 132. This was like three months ago. Oh, fine. okay. Yeah. God damn it. Sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> Moment of silence for my, my shankle complex. It's not <laughs> near what it should be. Uh, but, oh, you'll get there. Oh, man. It's, it's coming. I'm getting back. Well, with that, new, sw-
1: with that new start you got. Dude, I tell you I, what. I'm telling you, man.
0: So, it, for people who don't pay attention, I don't post my lifts on my Instagram like I used to, but I, my my start in my clean and jerk, in my clean, was I had a fairly flat back, parallel to the ground, and I just, I was always over the bar, too far, and it felt like my, I was just, it was too much room, or I, I had to travel too far in my extension, and um, so... I told Matt, I was like, something's wrong. Something's missing. Something is, I need to change. I feel like my pull, my legs need to get stronger, obviously, but there's something wrong at my pull that it's not, no matter what, no matter how strong my legs get, my pull is just going to be less. Like, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to pull the weight off the ground for as much as I'll be able to stand up. Right. 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 And you said, well, you get your ass down. Yeah you know, drop your ass six inches from where you're at and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then you sh- I, you took a video and showed me and I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, made, made made a change and it's completely changed my mindset on how to approach not only my clean, but my front squat and how I stand up the front squat and how I pull my clean now yeah, and how I stand up my clean and just it's all in all just completely changed my clean and jerk for the better
1: yeah you know so. I mean like I said today the point in which that bar or the bar breaks the ground to your you know hip or you know high thigh I've never seen it move as quickly and efficiently as I did today like nice. y- there was something that has clicked and you're yep. not you know it, it it's happened um, and it's such a beautiful well, I'm coming thing to see, you, right? Though. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. <laughs> can't let this happen. <laughs> uh, oh shit. Yeah, no, that's, it's all good stuff and, and it's all good competition. And I think that's part of what I love about the sport. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and I, we've talked about this before with the community and everything. It's like, um, I can, we can go to these meets and we can work out in the garage. We can do the GWL. It doesn't matter because there's a healthy amount of community or healthy amount of, um, competition. Yeah. But we're just trying to make each other better. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know.
0: No, it's it's great, man. It's Yeah. from from your garage to mine to the competitions that we're part of um to our team. Yep. Like it's it's gone the last the past year has we've seen exponential growth in both of our lifting and our teams yeah. and and the community that we're part of. Yep. Um 100%. So but hey, man, we're coming up on time. Yeah, uh, you guys got any more uh, episodes coming up? Any topics? Yeah, we
1: uh, we got a, a one coming up next week uh, about with some acrobats actually. Nice. Yeah, that'll they, be
0: interesting. Acrobats like a pair, like they're a couple? yeah, they're
1: a couple. Oh. And uh, we're going to talk about how they met and what they do and their sport and how they manage their life. Are and... they
0: American by birth or are yes. they like Romanian or no. something like that?
1: They're... They are fully ah. American. In fact, one of them I used to work with okay. a long, long time ago, and that's how I know her. Um, and uh, we reached out to him and were are like, hey, we'd love to get you on the podcast. And it's, it's a really cool interview. They're, I mean, they're world-renowned. They got medals on medals on medals. Or, yeah, so they're pretty wow. cool people. Um, so that'll be a good episode.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah. Can't wait to see you. Yeah. Uh, keep your eyes out. We got uh, peril coming up. Hopefully, not too far off when this podcast hits the hits the airways. Yep. Um, probably this will be after the Dan Mason interview that's um, I'm doing later on after this recording. But it'll get. Yeah, Dan's an one. awesome dude. He, really he is. has stories. <laughs> oh my god, that guy has stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and I'll be. Posting about – there's two spots that will be available for a late summer weightlifting camp um, at my family's cabin on a lake in Washington. So um, keep an eye out for that. And, yeah, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, uh, Matthew Stokes is a great one. That guy has – it really is. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I love talking to him. He's He's got stories and the way he's built his business and just approached life in general. It's it's a really good conversation. Go back and listen to that one. Go back and listen to the uh, Kevin Cornell one. He's an awesome dude. Um, yeah. That was so, a good one. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, it's, it's all about building a community and having good conversations with people. Yeah. So, just like we were talking about today. Yep.
0: So like, share, subscribe, go check out Matt's. Podcast at Max Effort Kitchen. Yeah. Um we're on Instagram PFRS uh is the podcast. Kilo Chasers Raw Cut is this one. Um keep on chasing. Bye.